Welcome to What's Your Skincare Routine with Leora Luciano, the podcast where beauty, travel, wellness, and creativity converge. I'm your host, Leora Luciano, bringing you over a decade of insights as a beauty and health editor, as well as being a travel and lifestyle content creator. In this podcast, join me as I share insights garnered from my journey, along with conversations with experts, influencers, and your favorite brand founders. They'll reveal their skincare secrets, share travel experiences, wellness insights, and delve into their creative passions. But that's not all. I'll share practical advice, product recommendations, and inspiration to help you craft your own beauty routine, plan your next trip, boost your well-being, and unleash your creative spirit. So sit back, relax, and let's get glowing. Hello, my glowing friends, and welcome to the latest episode of What's Your Skincare Routine with Leora Luciano. I'm Leora, and today we've got a lineup of exciting topics. First up, we'll be delving into the bone-chilling world of cold plunges and exploring the incredible benefits. Then, with temperatures dropping and cozy season in full swing, I'll be sharing one of my favorite shows of 2024 so far. And then we'll wrap things up by sharing the best in beauty and style from the 2024 Emmy Awards. So grab your favorite warm beverage, settle in, and let's get started. If you're not familiar and haven't heard the buzz, cold plunges have become a sought-after recovery treatment. And this month, I've been taking the plunge into this chilly experience. And sitting in 38-degree water for up to six minutes might sound intense, but the benefits are worth it. Here's a short list, not inclusive of everything, of potential benefits of taking a regular ice bath plunge. Boosting your immune system, improving your skin and hair, relieving seasonal depression, building resistance to cold, reducing muscle soreness, promoting muscle recovery, reducing inflammation, improving blood flow, managing pain, lowering cortisol levels, and reducing stress and anxiety. That being said, it's important to note that cold water immersion may not be suitable for everybody, especially those with certain medical conditions. If this is something you're considering, it's best to consult with your doctor first. From personal experience, I've done one-off cold plunges here and there, but never consistently. That's only because I haven't found a place where I could go consistently. Living in New York City is not necessarily conducive to having a plunge pool in your apartment. I don't even think my building would allow it. But recently I found a place aptly named Remedy Place, and they're located in Flatiron in New York City. And they reached out to me to invite me to their January challenge, specifically for the breathwork ice bath class. I was excited about the opportunity. The opportunity for consistency is something I really wanted to explore to see benefits, not just immediate, but also long term. One of the main things for me out of all of those benefits, I would say the top two are probably reducing inflammation, and also improving sleep. When it comes to inflammation, I feel like that's always going to be a concern, whether it's from a high-intensity workout or just the physical impact of being alive. And with sleep, 
it's not just about improved sleep. I also want to improve the quality of my sleep as well. And of course, just a reminder, this is not something for everyone. You'll want to check with your doctor. I remember when I signed up for the class, I had to sign a bunch of waivers and fill out forms related to health. So just bear that in mind before you take any sort of plunge. So now let me break it down and share how the session goes. When you book the breathwork ice bath class at Remedy Place, the plunge is six minutes, but before that you'll do approximately 10 minutes worth of breathwork, and that's optional if you want. Otherwise, you can just go straight into the plunge. But I would say that's more of an expert level activity. So in total, it's really 16 minutes where you're giving yourself time for that mindfulness and that experience. And it's not a lot of time when you think about it. The plunge is six minutes, but before that, you'll do approximately 10 minutes worth of breath work. And that's optional if you want. Otherwise, you can just go into the plunge. But maybe that's more expert level, I would say. So it's really 16 minutes that you're in that space. It's not a lot of time when you think about it. I've also been using this as a way to do something social and beneficial with the whole mind-body connection. I think it's a really nice way to literally chill out and maybe sort of hang out too. I've been inviting my sister Layla, who is an elite athlete. She's a celebrity trainer, a martial artist, and a pro wrestler. And I know she's always down for some good recovery work too. So it's been a lot of fun to have her at the sessions and have the experience together. And now I just want to break it down a little bit more so you can get a feel for what the experience is like. Once you arrive at Remedy Place, you check in and you're brought to change into your bathing suit. They do offer swimsuit rentals, which is really helpful. So if you forgot yours or if you are traveling and maybe you didn't pack it, it makes it super convenient. And once you change... You're brought into the room, which is pretty warm, around 71 or 72 degrees Fahrenheit. It's sort of a lounge-like room with multiple personal plunge pools. And the first part is a guided breathwork session that's about 10 minutes or so. And then the plunge itself is six minutes. It's 38 degrees. So it's a great opportunity to use the breathwork that you were just practicing and I find it just clears your mind immediately as soon as you're in that water. <laughs> all of the thoughts go rushing out of my mind. Oh, and one thing that they offer that I haven't tried anywhere else are these scuba material type of booty socks. They're like a Pilates or a bar sock. I think they are like grippy on the bottom but it covers a good area of the nerve endings, making your plunge a little bit smoother than the plunges that I've done without them. I feel like the first thing I feel when I'm in the cold water is the pins and needles in my toes. So that sort of eliminates that as a concern. And it makes the experience, I guess I would say, a little less uncomfortable than without them. The other thing that I also don't do is I don't dunk my head or put my arms fully in. I try to get the water up to the back of my neck and kind of hang out there. 
you're not exactly lounging like you're in a bubble bath. So you have to pick what feels most comfortable for you. And during this time, they also play music of your choice. Now, I've heard other sessions that play soft, gentle music. But for me, for the six minutes that I'm in that plunge, it is basically the club. I'm usually listening to the latest dance music or hip hop. Anything maybe a little bit on the louder side, it also helps with the flushing of the thoughts. And that way, the six minutes fly right by. And once you get towards the end, you get counted down. And once you're out, I think that's when the hard part starts because you've got to warm up again. And they actually advise against taking a shower right away. You'll want to dry off, but allow your body to work to warm up to get those benefits. And now there is something to be said for contrast therapy, which is going from hot to cold. But I've heard it's advised to end with cold to allow your body to do the work to warm yourself back up. If you're interested in trying similar cold exposure experiences, You can start small. You don't have to hit a certain temperature. You can start with a cold shower or take a dip in a cold pool. Some of my friends on the West Coast, if you have a pool and you don't want to heat it up, instant cold plunge. And you can do that before you attempt an ice bath to see if you like it. And the main thing to do, especially if you're a first timer, is really have a plan for your breath work. You might want to partner with somebody who's gone through to help guide you with the breath work. You're going to want to focus on breath work. It will help you to relax and stay calm. And you can do all sorts of breathing techniques. You can look up Wim Hof if you want some more examples. Box breathing is also really good while you're in the plunge. You just have to see what works for you. And next is the time. While at Remedy Place... It's a six-minute plunge. Other plunges I've done have been three minutes, two minutes. I think my first one was 90 seconds. You can see if you can get up to a minute and go from there. But the main thing is to breathe and focus on your breathing to help you relax and stay calm. You can do box breathing or you can also look up Wim Hof for more examples. And last but not least, you'll want to stay hydrated. You'll want to drink plenty of water before and after your plunge. Today is January 15th, and I'm about halfway into the challenge, and I've been going about three times a week. So something that I'm doing is wearing my Whoop device, which is a device that I will get into for sure in future episodes because there's a lot of metrics I'm trying to pull some data from that connected to the breath work and also the plunge to see the benefits on my overall wellness. And of course, I'll share my insights with you after the challenge once I have all of that data collected. Now let's shift gears to the world of entertainment. The Traders Season 2 on Peacock is a reality competition show based on the game Mafia, and it is back for its second season. And I have a feeling if you've watched season one, you're already watching season two and you don't need to hear any of this because you already know what a great show it is. The show is hosted by Alan Cumming, who is always impeccably dressed. And you can tell he just revels in this role. 
He's so entertaining and has total command of the game while drawing you in and really holding your attention. Oh, and plus he introduced his dog, Lala, this season. Super cute. Hopefully that's not a spoiler. This season is chock full of reality stars. You have Johnny Bananas, Phaedra Parks, Shuri Whitfield, Parvati Shallow, and many more. And these are reality stars that are either really good at game playing or maybe have a little bit of an edge to them, as in maybe they weren't always the warmest or fuzziest on their respective shows. There are some I'm not as familiar with, so I can't say, but I think that'll make the competition just that much more exciting. The show takes place within a picturesque Scottish castle. And this, of course, is a reality competition show with a cash prize of up to $250,000. But there's a catch. Actually, there are several catches. In essence, it's a social deduction game where players must methodically murder members of the larger group, the faithfuls who are trying to root them out and banish them from the game. A few of the contestants have secretly been tapped to be traitors. The traitors have the power to collectively murder, really just eliminate, one of the adversaries, a.k.a. one of the faithfuls, each night in an attempt to eliminate the competition of faithfuls and steal the money for themselves. Their targets, the faithfuls, can fight back at the daily roundtables where the full cast votes off the suspected traitors. Now, the thing is, only the traitors know for sure who the faithfuls are. For everyone else, each person is a mystery to solve. As I mentioned before, the show is based off of a social deduction game called Mafia, but there are many more popular games that involve players attempting to uncover each other's hidden role or hidden team alliance. And they're typically played with teams one being the good side and the other being the bad side. And during gameplay, the players are trying to use logic and deductive reasoning to try to figure out one another's roles. Now, a big part of this gameplay is misdirection, lying, and flat-out fraudulence, which are like second nature to many of these reality stars. But part of the gameplay is that they also have to work together for a common goal. And in this case, the common goal is winning events and challenges that allow them to win more prize money to up the total cash prize value. So while all of the faithfuls are wary of their teammates and looking out for traitors, obviously the traitors are working against the group. Maybe it's a little more obvious sometimes and then maybe other times it's a little more subtle. So this really makes for a very exciting, dynamic and engaging gameplay that requires a bit of critical thinking and, of course, strategy. While I know this show is in the reality competition show format, I look to TikTok to see what advice I could get from gamers who play different social deduction games to see what strategies we could pick up and see how it plays out on this season of Traders. So I was looking up strategies for both the faithful and the traitors. 
And there is really a lot of similarity in them. So I'm just going to go through the basic overall strategies and then I'll break out the separate strategies for the faithful and the traders. So the first thing is to be consistent. You want to try to be consistent in your behavior and speech throughout the game. That consistency is going to be really important. Without it, it's an easy way for people to poke holes in what you say and then maybe later recall something that you said that contradicted what you're saying now. And that's just an indication of potentially lying. Next, you'll want to listen to how people say no and look for signs of lying. Read body language, wordplay, hesitation, general misdirection. And then, of course, you'll want to adapt your strategy as the game progresses and the players become more experienced and confident within the game. For the faithfuls, it's important to be honest and transparent with your team or the other faithfuls to avoid lying as much as possible. You should really work together and build trust with your teammates to identify the traitor. Once you suspect a traitor, you can try to get more confirmation through things like observing the body language, Anything that is, again, out of character or a little off, you'll want to look out for that. The other thing is to catch the trader off guard and surprise the trader maybe with an unexpected question or ask them to recall their actions in a reverse order. There's something about increasing cognitive load that can make them slip up. And then the other thing you can do is possibly ask the trader questions while they're doing maybe a manual or rote task. It could be shuffling cards, pouring a drink. And if that distracts them, it can make them stop in their tracks or it can leave them tongue-tied. And as the trader, you should be trying to drum up discord among the faithful and create confusion and mistrust while at the same time also trying to blend in with the faithful and avoid drawing attention to yourself. I think that's the main point. You have to blend in with the faithful, sort of like an NPC. You don't want to stick out. You don't want to make any sudden movements. Anything that makes you stand out is not good. So now I'm going to be watching the strategies that the traders might be using and also seeing what their tells might be and watching how the faithfuls play, and to see if they're going to use some of this strategy in their gameplay as well. Like I said, it's a great show. I hope you tune in. Let me know if you're going to be watching along too. And with that, let's take a break, and when we come back, we'll talk Red Carpet Glamour at the 2024 Emmys. Welcome back, beauty enthusiasts. The 2024 Emmy Awards have dazzled us once again with a star-studded event, and now we're going to take a closer look at some of those beauty looks from the red carpet. Currently watching the red carpet arrivals, and there's so much to unpack. Before I have to upload this episode, let's take a moment to appreciate some of the stunning looks. First up, let's talk about the gorgeous Aubrey Plaza, who worked with celebrity hairstylist Mark Townsend to achieve a chic 1960s half-up, half-down hairstyle. The inspiration was French icons Catherine Deneuve and Brigitte Bardot. Aubrey looked stunning in her soft yellow Loewe gown, which channeled a little bit of that French 60s bombshell. Mark shared his excitement about working with Aubrey and the inspiration behind the look. They decided on the half-up 
hairstyle to complement the silhouette of Aubrey's column-style dress. Mark's step-by-step guide to Aubrey's 60s-inspired updo involved using Olaplex products, including Olaplex Number no. 4 Bond Maintenance Shampoo and Olaplex Number no. 7 Bonding Oil. Each product played an important role in creating volume, shine, and the perfect 60s vibe. Next, let's talk a little bit of makeup. Suki Waterhouse graced the red carpet in a stunning red Valentino gown, and her only challenge seemed to be her growing baby bump because the mom-to-be required some last-minute modifications to make the beautiful gown work, which was something she mentioned to Laverne Cox on the red carpet. And what made this mom-to-be even more radiant was the care and expertise of Benjamin Pucky. Benjamin's approach to accentuating Suki's natural glow was by using Naked Sunday's products, and these products, he described them as a hybrid between sunscreen and skincare, providing illumination while protecting against the sun's harmful rays. And in this case, he used the soon-to-be-launching, highly-anticipated Cabana Glow SPF 50 Mineral Glow Serum Drops, which are launching by the time this comes out that same day. So they're launching on January 17th. And they have already generated a wait list of 100,000 people. Hopefully everybody who's on the wait list can get their hands on them as soon as they launch. The products he used were the Collagen Glow 100% Mineral Lotion SPF, the Body Illumination with Golden Glow Body Sunscreen in SPF 50, Cabana Glow SPF 50 Mineral Glow Serum Drops. And these all gave Suki that lit from within glow. And for this look, we're going right back to the world of hair care. Celebrity hairstylist Owen Gould works his magic on none other than the outstanding Rachel Brosnahan, who was nominated for her role in The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. And this is all about Rachel's sleek hair paired with her gorgeous eggplant Versace gown custom fit, absolutely stunning, looking very vampy. And the inspiration was really about the sleek, clean hair tucked behind the ears, cascading down the back. The look was achieved by using Hours Hair Care. And Owen shared his products and some tips to using the products for this voluminous yet sleek style. First, he started out with damp, clean hair, applying a palm-sized amount of Hours full-time plumping mousse, raking the product through from roots to ends. And this is what gives you that solid foundation for the voluminous look. Next, he used a medium-sized round brush and concentrated the heat at the roots while blow-drying the hair. This technique was to get max volume. Next, once the hair was dry, Owen sprayed Hours Wildcard Matte Texture Spray at the roots. This not only provided hold, but allowed for a light teasing at the crown area and adding a touch of that sophistication to the overall style. Next, after achieving the smooth texture, Owen used Hours Well-Traveled Tossle and Shine Spray for a sleek, photo-ready finish. And this step adds the shine and the polish to Rachel's hair. And the final touch was a light misting of Hours Mostly Modest Flexible Hairspray. This locked in the style and allowed for soft movement, creating a hairstyle that was equal parts sophisticated and effortless glamour. 
And there you have it, the inside scoop on the stunning beauty looks at the 2024 Emmy Awards. Stay tuned for more beauty highlights and recaps throughout award season. Thank you for joining us on this beauty journey. And until next time, stay glamorous. That's all for today's episode of What's Your Skincare Routine with Leora Luciano. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to follow us on social media where you can get more content and resources. And if you enjoy what you hear, please leave a five-star rating and review. Your support and feedback mean the world to me. Thank you for being a part of this journey. I appreciate you, and I'll see you in the next episode. Until next time, this is Leora signing off.